Love Yours, an experimental podcast. Welcome back to Love Yours. And we are getting through this book so quickly. So if this is your first time listening, Love Yours is an experimental podcast using a book by Charlemagne the God called Black Privilege, Opportunity Comes to Those Who Create It. And I'm up to chapter four, also known as principle four. There are no losses, only lessons. Which, do you know what, is something I've heard before from a few wise people who I know. Um, Every loss or every failure or every downfall is actually just a life lesson. And actually you'll never really develop without losing Gary V, who's like a motivational speaker, I really like him. A lot of people don't, but he's like, I fail every day. Like, you can't be a success without failure. It's that whole yin yang thing, isn't it? The black and the white. How do you know what success is unless you've failed? So, this chapter is really interesting because <laughs> it basically talks about how Charlemagne got sacked multiple times from multiple different radio stations now if you know anything about my journey I've been on quite a few radio stations myself haven't been sacked well I did from one of them it was a residency but it didn't end how it was supposed to it just ended by never hearing from them again so I've been on represent rinse fm roundhouse was roundhouse radio then it's now transmission roundhouse pulse 88 I've done little bits with like beat I started to call myself a bit of a radio ho because I've just literally been moving from station to station. But hearing that Charlemagne got sacked four times before his big gig that we all know him for on The Breakfast Club makes me feel a bit better about mine, to be honest, my losses or lessons. So he talks about how he, when he first started getting into radio, he took some advice to go and study it. And then once he was in the classroom, he realised that that was a waste of his time and let me just tell you, my experience in radio outweighs my qualifications, any qualifications I have or like my degree I have. You just can't teach it, it's just something you've got to learn on the job, doing it day in and day out and it's really one of those jobs that the more hours you put in, the better you get. There are obviously some natural talents that just sound amazing but the art of radio because it is an art people just annoy me so much when they're like "Eh, it's not really a job you just put the mic up and start having a chat and play some music no to be a proper broadcaster practice does make perfect and I think if that's your dream to be a radio personality you can't learn that in a classroom and there's actually a quote soon after you start this principle that says nothing that is worth knowing can be taught and for radio I feel like that is 100% it you have to be in the studio you have to be making radio to learn it's the quickest way in fact nothing I learned at university has impacted my career journey today I think the only benefit of me going to university is that For one, I had more time to figure out what I really wanted to do. I didn't get thrown straight into the working world. Got to live that student life a bit longer. And for two, I met some incredible people who now work in the music industry who are genuine friends because we went to university together. Other than that, I don't think there's anything that university taught me 
that I use currently today for my career, especially for my career progression. Just doesn't happen. So something else that Charlemagne talks about off the back of one of his first kind of radio gig is the power that being on radio gives you and how it went to his head. Now, I've never really been a power-hungry person. I like... uh, (laughs) Maybe I should rephrase that. I do like to be in control and I am very bossy, but power, you know, like wanting to rule over people or wanting to abuse power. I've never been that type of person, but... I definitely think when I was at Represent and I was doing the lunchtime show, I was there five days a week, 10 hours on air. I was the most consistent presenter on the station at that time. And so a lot of opportunities came my way. And in a sense, I became one of the main key faces of the station. And I think it did get to my head a little bit. I think I did start to think that I was a bit bigger than the station until I left. And then I realised you're never bigger than the station well never say never but sometimes majority of the time especially back then represent was a lot smaller than what it is now and if you're from London you'll know about represent and if you're not you probably won't but when I was on represent it was mainly known amongst the industry and South Londoners it didn't have the profile or the reach it has today But I still got gassed. I still got carried away as like this face of the station, like thinking that I was better or bigger than it. And I think that ego that came with that impacted a few of my relationships. Now, luckily, not all of my relationships, because that's another thing. Relationships, if you're trying to be in a creative industry, are everything. And even till this day, I can't talk too much about it at the moment but in coming weeks, you're going to hear more about it on my socials. There's a relationship I made at Represent that if I hadn't have been the friendly, bubbly, cool person that I am, (laughs) it would have impacted an opportunity that's coming up this year for me because I've gone 360 and I'm actually going to be working with someone in a more recent opportunity in the next few months I worked with at Represent. Now, ironically, this person is now a much bigger profile than I am today. But when we first started at Represent together, I was a bigger profile than he was. So if I'd have let my ego get in the way of that, instead of just building a friendship, the opportunity I'm getting today in 2020, this was back in what, 2013, 2014, I wouldn't be getting this opportunity in 2020. And I think Charlemagne talks about that, about how he built a relationship with Wendy Williams' husband and manager at the time and how that relationship is what kept his career at that time moving forward. So that's a little tip from Charlemagne and from me. Relationships are everything, especially in the creative industry. There's also something that Charlemagne talks about, about opportunities. And this is something one of my early mentors, Gavin, used to say to me. And even, weirdly, something my mum has said to me before. She always says, say yes to everything and figure it out afterwards. Now, this can be dangerous because you can overwork yourself. But what I think she means, and and Charlemagne touches on this, when an opportunity presents itself to you, if you think that you can't do it, or you vocalise that you can't do it, 
you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot because until you've tried to do it and failed, how do you know that you can't? And Charlemagne basically was offered a job as like a program director, but he turned it down saying like, I'm new to radio, I can't be a program director. Which in hindsight he regretted because if he had been the program director, he would have never fired himself from that station. Obviously it's all swings and roundabouts and he wasn't meant to stay at that station anyways, long term. But in that instance of getting fired by the program director, he'd literally shot himself in the foot. Because if he'd been the program director, that would have been one less firing, wouldn't it? Because he wouldn't have fired himself. So... That's another really good lesson I took from this chapter about opportunities. I was already quite aware of that, that you should just take every opportunity and run with it until you can't. But I think it just reinforced that that is the right mindset to have. Because in 2020, when mental health, like negative mental health is such a thing, people are like, it's okay to say no protect yourself and say no and of course it is okay to say no if you really feel like taking on this opportunity is gonna impact you negatively then you should say no unless you feel strongly that it will you should always take any opportunity and figure it out when I first started as a broadcast assistant voluntary at Choice FM and my producer at the time said can you edit in Adobe Audition? I said, of course I can. I was sat in the global headquarters YouTubing tutorials on how to edit on Adobe Audition on the job. Like, (laughs) oh gosh, the courage. So just bear that in mind. Just because you're not perfect or experienced at something, it doesn't mean you can't do it. Give it a go and then decide. He also talks about how misdirection was actually a blessing to him centering his core so we've mentioned this before on the podcast about centering your core meaning that you go back to your roots and kind of reassess everything in your comfort in your place of home in your environment and sometimes misdirection will do this so you really feel like your life's going one way suddenly it takes a turn and the only way for you to get your head around that turn is to go back to your core, whether that's a house you grew up in, whether that's being around the people who you're closest to. I really feel like that's an important thing to do and I don't do it enough to be honest. My hometown's Lewisham and I live in the sticks of like northwest London near Heathrow and I don't go back home enough. I don't recenter my core enough and as annoyed as I get at my family and friends for not tracking up here to visit me, I think sometimes whenever I do go down there to visit them, the energy I come back with is different because I'm I'm at my core and I need to do that more. I need to recenter my core more. I just feel like this whole chapter really just reassured me that as many times as I felt like this radio gig isn't for me and maybe it's not the one or maybe I'm not the one. It's not that I'm not the one, it's that that opportunity wasn't the one that I thought it was. That I needed to recenter my core and get back in the game. And I really love to hear that Charlemagne, someone who I look to as like so successful in this radio thing. I mean, I just read today that they've been the Breakfast Club has been awarded into the Radio Hall of Fame, which I didn't actually know was a thing until I read it in a headline today. <laughs> um like he's done so well, but to know that he got fired 
from four different stations you would think that would be like the okay this isn't for me but it wasn't and so the fact that I've been on a few different stations and I haven't really found my radio home yet just reassures me that that's it I haven't I haven't found my radio home yet it's not that I shouldn't be doing this it's that there wasn't the place for me to stay long term so I really like this chapter I think it's a really good reflective one I think it really makes you think about things in a different perspective there were some really good quotes in there normally I just drop one quote but there were quite a few one of the quotes made me think maybe I'm a pessimist when my whole life I thought I'm an optimist or at least a realist (laughs) um it's on page 118 and it's by Winston Churchill and it says a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity an optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty I think I always see the difficulty I always assess what the difficulty is going to be and how I'm going to work around it rather than looking at the opportunity in the difficulty I always I do always think how am I going to work around this to make it work for me but I always go to the difficulty first and maybe I need to look at the opportunity first but that's not my quote for this episode so I'm going to wrap up with a quote from the legendary Malcolm X and it summarizes how I felt about this entire chapter and it's in the book as well there is no better than adversity every defeat every heartbreak every loss contains its own seed its own lesson on how to improve your performance the next time so just bear that in mind when you feel like you've lost or you've not done your best or someone's hurt you it's just a lesson and something my dad said to me once when you don't learn the lesson the first time god will test you again with the same lesson until you've learned it so even if you feel like you're going through the same rubbish it's just that you really didn't learn the first time from that lesson i really like this chapter it's actually left me in quite a positive mind state so i'm gonna leave you with that and let me know what losses you think you've had or what lessons you've learned you can at me at charlotte tahira share comment all that good stuff and i will see you on the next episode love yours an experimental podcast 